New goddamn rule. Nobody touches my fucking notes ever again. Okay? I thought I was losing my fucking mind, guys. Why don't you tell them what you did to me? I didn't do anything. It was all David. David, why don't you tell them what you did to me? At least she wouldn't listen. I told her it was a bad idea, but she took Anthony's notes and said, Hey, guys, let's hide him. I was up getting my water. Oh, no, I was going to pee. Yeah. And I come back, my notes are gone. And I think to myself, oh, shit. I left my notes in the bathroom. Why did I take my notes in the bathroom? And I thought at that point, Law would have given them to you. And it freaked me out because I'm losing my mind. Like, last night in the shower, you don't understand. Last night in the shower, I poured fucking toothpaste into my hand because I thought it was the shampoo. (laughs) I did that. Like, I just put a big pile of blue toothpaste in my hand and almost put it in my hair. Because I was like, and then I realized, wait, shampoo ain't blue. And I put it back before I could put sham- uh, put fucking toothpaste all in my hair. So this isn't a good trick Wait, to pull Wait, you put on. the toothpaste back and the toothpaste? You can't get toothpaste back I didn't put it tube. in the tube. I just put the toothpaste back and got the shampoo. What did you I do just, with the toothpaste? I just like went like this. Licked it? Licked it onto the ground and just, you know. I like, hate that like the face wash that I keep in the shower is the same like bottle shape as my shampoo. So when I go to like pick mm-hmm. it up, sometimes I put it in my hand. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, this is the wrong thing. Or sometimes when you grab the shampoo twice. Yeah, I hate that too. Yeah. Instead of the conditioner. Mm-hmm. Well, I always get shampoo plus conditioner in one because. I can't do that. You know what I'm really bad at? What? You know how like lotion. <laughs> I wish I had and... just listed a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been smart. Yeah. But uh, you know, lotion and soaps and some shampoos they come in like a pump. I'm really bad at opening them. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> so if you couldn't tell, this episode's about monsters of the world. And uh, today, uh, since it's October, we're close to Halloween. I just thought... Scary monsters. Doing the monster mash. <laughs> you know, I just had the thought the other day about how like people made a lot of money off the monster mash. And we never stopped to think about that. Like, literally the dumbest song ever written, and people made millions of dollars off of it. And still do to this day. Yeah, I mean, now there's Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Of course, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. And uh, there was a, the guy who made Monster Mash made a, a song, like, five years later about the monsters having a pool party. Who did that one about, like, uh, Dracula? What is it called? It's, like, the same, like, sort of tune. I don't know. Damn it. Why he did the Dracula. The Dracula. <laughs> this is the same, yeah, same song. <laughs> but today I wanted to focus on monsters from around the world. When we did a while ago, we did a thing where we had all the monsters that we know from San Antonio fight each other. Um, and I don't think any of us was really satisfied with the conclusion of that. So no. these monsters aren't going to fight because we have no horse in this race because they're monsters from around the world. Uh, but I just thought I'd tell you about some monsters and give me your thoughts. Yay or nay to these monsters from around the world. What do you guys okay. think? Sure, okay. Sure, sure. Okay, first off. We have the drop bear. The what? The drop? D-R-O-P? Yeah, the drop bear. It's pretty much just like the fang baby, but it's a vampire koala bear that jumps out of trees and bites you. (laughs) Because it drops on you? Yeah, it just drops on you and bites you. Oh, you know, that is, like, very realistic. There was, like, this, like, 
It was when I was living in D.C. There's this, like, sort of snake infestation going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, people would walk in the park, and then a snake would, would just, just drop fall. on them <laughs> from the trees. Mm. And no. Did you go walking in the park a lot during that Why time? Why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> They, it seemed like a very dangerous thing to be doing. Yeah, I mean, they were, they were, the fucking snakes weren't even showing up at the freaking metro stations. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so just, just, it was just raining snakes. Yeah. Not hallelujah. No. Because the snakes are scary. Yeah. It's raining snakes. Thank you. Thank hallelujah, you. it's raining snakes. So, but uh, drop bear, what do we think, guys? Vampire mm. or koala bear? I think that sounds cute. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. But actually, that's like probably based in truth because uh-huh. uh, koala bears can be pretty vicious and attack you and just like drop on you and just like scratch the fuck out of you. They remember are... Noozles? Yeah, I do. I do remember those fucking idiots. And uh, yeah, koala bears are just, they are mean. They're just mean little stupid looking drug addicted idiots. They have large claws. And they can Dude. get chlamydia. Can they? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a koala bear chlamydia epidemic? Uh, yeah, and uh, they, uh, fucking John Oliver. What? He would they, John Oliver got chlamydia? No, he, he donated uh, money. Or no, he didn't donate money. He bought all of Russell Crowe's um, like memor- movie memorabilia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Some stupid stunt for his show. Uh huh. And Russell Crowe was like, "Okay, I'm gonna donate like." you know, so much of the proceeds from this auction mm-hmm. to a worthy cause. And so he donated it and named this, like, John Oliver Chlamydia Clinic for Koala Bears. So the main takeaway I'm taking from this is that the biggest danger of a drop bear is it'll give you chlamydia. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where that uh, that story came from. Probably. Um, okay, so we move on now <laughs> to the Mananangal. I think I may have mentioned these before. Please don't. Or stop laughing at this like you did at the Babadook. Okay. Mananangal. These terrifying flyers from Filipino folklore gain their name from the Tagalog word Tangal, which means to split. Generally depicted as female, the Mananangal hunts for blood and human flesh by sprouting wings and severing the upper half of its body. It flies with its entrails dragging along after it, sucking the blood of sleepers and feasting on the hearts of fetuses still in the mother's womb. That's... Creepy. Yeah. That just sounds like a mess. It does. It is a mess. I watched a <laughs> Filipino movie called Shake, Rattle, and Roll 4, um, which featured the Mononongal, and it is a messy t- transformation. It yeah. basically just splits in half, and just blood All goes everywhere. Yeah, it's just hanging trails. around. Wait, I think I'm confused. Yes. Uh, I'm not comprehending. Uh, I thought he split the person in half. No, the, the monster itself, its upper torso rips off from its lower body. <laughs> if you want to ask the question, why, then we need to move on to the Penangalan, which is basically um, the same monster, but instead of separating at the torso, it's n- it separates at the neck, and its head goes flying, but its entire digestive system hangs from its head. Um, all of its guts and stomach and all that hangs that. And it's got to keep its, uh, its... It sounds like vinegar because it likes to uh, dip its entrails in vinegar to keep them moist. And basically the same thing. It's a vampire that feeds on people, but it's a flying head with guts hanging off of it. 
and as also from the Philippines. The Philippines for me has the best monsters because there's always that question of like, who came up with that fucking? I bet shit? you somebody saw that. <laughs> you think so? Somebody saw yeah. a flying head with guts hanging off of it in the night and was just like, I know what the, exactly what the story is behind this. Like, maybe somebody, like, killed somebody, ripped off their head, and it had all the guts, and then they threw it. Yeah. And this little boy who didn't know what was going on saw it in the sky. Mm-hmm. And now there's this monster. I think that's a lot better than... Um, I. Both of those are better than this thing, a gulon. It's from Sweden. It's a legendary animal with the head and ears of a cat, a body like a lion's, and the tail of a fox. Like... I hate all these, like, sort of yeah, the ca- chimera-type yeah. uh, monsters, like and, the manticore and this. And this thing is just, like, it's got the head of a cat, but the body of a lion. That's still a fucking... That's a lion. Like, yeah, it's got a fox's cat. tail. Like, Sweden, try harder. But uh, it just sounds like somebody saw a big cat. Yeah, and it was just like "Eh, whatever, just a weird cat with a fluffy tail, right? Yeah, which they don't have usually. So Mononongal and Penangalan, what do we what do we think? Yay or nay on these guys? They sound gross. Is that a yes? What like uh like do I approve? Do you approve of them? They sound lazy to me. You sound lazy to you? Why? They just sound lazy, not like uh, uh, our monsters, which is a donkey woman. Yeah. <laughs> There's a story behind it. Yeah. It's just made up. What's the story? Okay. I was going to say, when you describe Chupacabra, like out loud to somebody, maybe across the world, mm-hmm. that probably sounds equally stupid. The goat sucker? The yeah. goat well, sucker, yeah. I do agree that the Chupacabra sounds stupid anyway. Okay, apparently the Penangalan was... Uh, Legends vary, but she was supposedly was a normal woman until someone startled her so badly that her head popped off. <laughs> Thus, the <laughs> Penangalan was born. No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> she got so scared her head, head came pop- off. But you can identify with that type of fear. My head has never come off. <laughs> but if, I bet you what yeah. happened is she was scared because somebody was swinging an axe or machete at her and her head popped off because they were killing her. I mean, there are, like, crazy monsters all over the world. Japan has that one that's, like, an umbrella. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's umbrella. just a fucking umbrella. It's just and a, it, yeah, it's a demon umbrella. Yeah. And what does it do? I don't even know what it I does. I can't remember what it does. But it just twirls around. Yeah. And it's there. Watch out for it. That umbrella's <laughs> gonna fucking get you. Yeah. Like when you go for the umbrella because it's raining, it's like, no. <laughs> no. I've got you, sir. You've fallen into my But when trap. you see it in movies, it's like a foot and it's got an umbrella. Like, just oh. the rest of it. <laughs> that sounds cool. I kind of like that. Is it murder? I don't remember. Not well, in the movies that I saw. I mean, it doesn't have a job. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. The Tick Belong. The Tick Belong is the demon horse of the Philippines. Has the head and feet of a horse with very long limbs and the body of a human, so it walks upright. Um, and basically, it just goes around and attacks women to make more tick belong babies. Ew. Yeah. So it rapes them? Yeah. Ew. I don't like it. It is bad. So we're going to say no to the tick belong. Yeah. yeah. But now we have the Kala Bandar. And the weird thing about the Kala Bandar is it's uh, real. So this is Hindi for black monkey. It's a part man, part monkey creature that appeared on the streets of New Delhi, India in May of 2001. Its sole purpose seemed to be to terrorize the panic-stricken people of the city by leaping from building to building and startling humans. 
The creature was described as between four and a half feet and five feet, five and a half feet tall. It had thick black hair all over its body and glowing red eyes. It appeared to have a metal helmet and metal claws. There were various theories as to what the creature was, including an Indian version of America's Bigfoot or even an incarnation of the Hindu god Hanuman. Three people died because of the Kalabandar. One was a pregnant woman who tumbled down a staircase when startled by the creature. In two separate instances, two men jumped to their deaths when faced with the monster. All across the city, people reported bites and scratches from the monkey man. Armed men guarded their neighborhoods at night until reported sightings became scarcer and scarcer. So just one day, a crazy monkey man appeared and just was killing people. Um, there actually are reports of, like, a freaking monkey just, like, grabbing tools and murdering people. Uh-huh. There was a one, it was, I think it was significant because it was, like, near, um, some sort of, like, government facility. It picked up a hammer and just, like, murdered a guy. So you think this was just a regular monkey on the loose? Yeah. People... You read all of it, Anthony, and I didn't understand. <laughs> it was just a, a crazy uh, black monkey called Kala Bandar. Just on May of 2001, it just started terrorizing the city of New Delhi. Just jumping from rooftop to rooftop, just attacking people, biting them, scratching them. Everybody believes. Lala seems to think it was just a monkey, uh, but everyone believes it was a monkey man. I don't know what to think. Why not? Because I still don't understand. It's what? What's the part that you don't understand? Is this the monster? Yeah. That's the part I don't understand. What do you mean? It's what? It's what happened. No, I think it was a monkey. Now, <laughs> I noticed, Lala, that you, of course, rightly protested against the existence of the tick belong, but now you are currently drawing it. I've been drawing all of them. You've been drawing all of them? Yeah. Let me see there. Oh, yeah, that's cool looking. The Penangal, the Monangal. Yeah. Okay. So, then we move on. <laughs> that's not a monkey. No, I haven't drawn his dick. Yeah. But... <laughs> She's oh, drawing the one the before that. Yeah, so. that's the rapist. Yeah, the bad, the really bad one. But I think we... I'm refusing to draw its dick because it's a rapist. Okay, so you're just, you're just drawing, you're drawing a castrated one. He's yes. been reformed of his horrifying ways. Yeah. Um... Now we move on to the Encantado, also known as the Mohana. And as we all know, Mohana means family. Is that? Uh, no, that's, that's Ohana. That's Ohana. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, this is a dolphin, but it has evil <laughs> powers. Uh, it's a dolphin uh, wizard? Yeah, it's a dolphin wizard. Those things are so smart. <laughs> that's... Yes. Yes, yes that, that yes. wins. I don't even <laughs> want to know anything else about it. <laughs> Good, because I didn't write it down because I was just like, ah, who needs to know more than that? It's a dolphin wizard. It lives in the oceans, or it lives in the rivers. It's a river dolphin. It's got powers. Wouldn't How... it be a mermaid? No, it's a dolphin. It's, uh... Um, in the Amazon? No, I don't think it's the Amazon. I think this is... It might be the Amazon. It's either the Amazon or Portugal. Um, because, uh, there are actually river dolphins. They're pink. They're yeah. They're looking. Yeah. River. That's the thing when I, that's the thing that got on my head once I looked up. I, cause after that, I really didn't look it up. Cause really I just, for me, the Encantado was the stupidest one because it's just mm -hmm. like, it's a dolphin with powers. What are you talking about? Does it wear a hat? Like a wizard hat? I mean, that'd be cool, right? Yeah. But it would block its blowhole. That's how I'm drawing it. <laughs> that is how you're drawing <laughs> it. Um, and the, when I looked it up. 
my theory is, I looked up pictures on river dolphins, and my theory is that river dolphins happened because all the hot dolphins made the ugly dolphins go live in rivers. <laughs> because when you look at river dolphins, they all are very unattractive. You're yeah. not like us. Yeah, they're not, they don't have the sleek bodies and like pleasing faces. It looks of, like their skin was ripped off. Yeah. yeah. That's how pink they like are. Like a sunburn. Yeah, yeah. They look gross. Yeah. They should make and a movie where the, the dolphins battle each other. Like, uh... That's in... To tell the story. It's just like the the weird elitist hot dolphins yeah. against the ugly Like the dolphins. Puerto Ricans versus the... <laughs> The white. I can't people. believe they're making that. You know the what? West Side Story remake. Yeah, they're remaking it. Steven yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's remaking it. Why? And it's got the guy from Baby Driver. Baby As, but he's only Driver. playing Tony, which is like honestly the least, the least important, important person. role in that whole yeah. fucking thing. So that's good. he barely Tony barely does anything. I mean, no offense to Richard Bamer, of course, played Ben um, Horn in uh, yeah. Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. He's a great actor, but Tony, come on. We can. It, the most important part is who's going to play Griff. Yeah. Or Riff, whatever his name. I don't is. think I've seen the movie. It's good. West Side Story. Only is, parts of it is a is a genuinely really enjoyably well made. They movie. they brown up those Mexicans. They do. Yeah. There's a lot of browning up going on. They're Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans. Yeah, yeah. They they put a lot of brown makeup on them. Puerto Ricans do not like Mexicans in New York. It's hey. saying Alohomora. The Dolphin Wizard. <laughs> your dar- That is a good drawing. Of a wizard dolphin under a sexless man horse. <laughs> That's a good piece of paper right there. Now, uh, I got the world ones out of the way. Now I want to concentrate specifically in my second home, Pennsylvania. These are the myths and legends. Mothman? Of- Mothman does not appear oh, in Pennsylvania. He's Jersey. Yeah, no, that's the Jersey Devil. Oh. Who's Mothman that? is West Virginia. Oh, okay. But there's a Chicago Mothman. And if you listen to Kyle Kinane's podcast that he does, he does a good version of the Chicago Mothman, who's just a guy with a Chicago accent talking about all the places to eat in Chicago. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, so there's this guy, his name is Charlie No-Face, and he's also known as the Green Man. He's one of Pittsburgh's best-known legends. Uh, the man can be found lurking by the roadside at night and emitting a green glow, or perhaps he's horribly deformed. He can be seen blowing cigarette smoke out through the holes in his cheeks. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's this faceless man that walks up and down the road, and you see him, and you go, oh my god! And the, 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 pro- the most horrible thing about this legend is it's based in truth. Um, because from the 1920s to the 1980s, a man who had suffered a severe accident that destroyed his face would walk up and down this lonely stretch of road, after, you know, just to get out. He, um, when he was trying to reach for a bird's nest and he touched a trolley wire and it exploded. And you, see, you can see pictures of him. Most of his face is just gone. Like, it's just, he's got contours, but he has no face. And he would just walk up and down uh, the road and people would see him in the 1920s and go, holy shit, that guy has no face. And so they made an urban legend around him and eventually he got the power to glow green somehow. Because of the accident. No, <laughs> because some people just added the fact that he glows green over time. That's a monster. He's a poor, unfortunate man. No, but that's a good, uh, that's a good myth. It is a good thing. like, like that makes more sense. Like all of our. What does he do to you though? There is a. It varies. Like it depends on who you ask. Some people, when he's the green man who glows, he can kill you with a touch, or he can just point at your car and your car will break down and he can get you. 
Okay, that you lost me. I don't like him no more. Okay, that's that's uh, one of the things. It should just say like he murders you. Yeah. Well, but like not in a stupid way. Yeah, like the glowing green thing. That no, that's not going in the movie. I like that the Charlie No Face. Good, good picture. We've got to remember to put these pictures up on the uh, site, or this has been for nothing. <laughs> so another uh, Pennsylvania legend: the Goblin of Easton. According to legend, a corrupt monk in Easton, Pennsylvania made a fortune blackmailing the wealthy after they confessed their sins to him. He grew more greedy and was eventually sentenced to hang after beating an old woman to death. I don't know what that has to do with his greediness. It's just like he was greedy, but just for some reason he beat an old lady to death. Probably she discovered his secret. You're probably right. Or he was like trying to steal something from her. Yeah. And she caught him. And she turned out to be strong for a really old lady. Yeah. And so he beat her to death. So she had that Pennsylvania Amish strength. Yeah. He didn't know about it. As the story goes, immediately after he died, he transformed into a monstrous clawed goblin and took to the woods. It's said that he ate five of his fellow monks before the rest fled the state, leaving the monastery in ruins behind him. So it's just a man who turned into a goblin after beating a woman to death. It sounds like... He was punished. Yeah. Did you say a witch turned him into a goblin? No, he just, after he died, he turned into a goblin. No, you can't turn into a goblin after you die. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Goblin. That would make you like a zombie. Yeah. Or like well, a... Maybe that's how they mistook it for. Be like, he was hunched over and just like, Ugh. people thought he was a goblin. He was like, brains. Yeah. None. I mean, he ate his fellow monk, so you might have just cracked it. There was no goblin involved. This was was just a zombie. Zombie. That's totally plausible. Goblins aren't real. Zombies are real. Goblins are real, but they just don't come from the dead. (laughs) Okay. The Storm Hag of Lake Erie, which is just a great fucking name. The Storm Hag of Lake Erie. The Great Lakes are known for the randomly violent and inexplicable storms. For centuries, sailors on Lake Erie have blamed these occurrences on the Storm Hag. She is described as a hideous demon that lives beneath the lake. She sings a quiet song before rising from the waves, spitting lightning, and conjuring up the kinds of storms that can swallow a ship and its crew whole. To this day, they say you can still hear her screaming. So she's like a banshee, but less scary. She's, a, she's, a, she's an underwater banshee. I think she's pretty... She spits lightning. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, the, she's without a doubt the coolest of all the monsters that I brought here today. Lala Drew, the goblin guy, is a, uh, is as a, a regular bat goblin. boy from that, in, that magazine. Weekly World News, bat boy. Um, he actually looks like, for anybody who's seen the movie Mandy, and if you have, you know that it's a terrible movie, but the only good part of that movie is the commercial for Cheddar Goblin. He looks like the Cheddar Goblin. Which is really weird how you just... Did you see Mandy? No. no. Yeah, you just drew the Cheddar Goblin perfectly. Anyway. I just drew a goblin. <laughs> You're right. Congelier uh, Mansion. Formerly known as one of the most haunted houses in America, this Pittsburgh mansion has a dark and twisted past. In 1871, the mistress of the house discovered her husband was cheating on her with a maid. In a rage, she stabbed her husband to death and cut the maid's head off. And then what happened? For 20 years, the mansion stayed vacant. I'm assuming she went to jail. The next people who moved in quickly left due to the constant sound of a female sobs and screams. Around 1900, it was taken by a doctor who soon discovered to be using the home for a horrifying experiment on both the living and the dead. The house had a long history of strange deaths, and Thomas Edison even came to study the house while working on a machine that was supposed to communicate with the dead. It no longer stands as in 1927 it was incinerated in a gas storage tank explosion that destroyed everything within 20 miles. 
Um, these are a little misogynistic. (laughs) You think so? Because all the lady monsters, all they do is, like, scream and cry. (laughs) What the fuck? No, she stabbed a dude to death and cut off a lady's head. Yeah, but her ghost screamed It could have been the maid who got her head cut off that was screaming and crying. Well, somebody's crying. It ain't no man. I like that that's the misogynistic one you choose. <laughs> it's like, no, that's misogynistic, no, not the both. horse rapist. Okay. Oh, well, the horse rapist was misogynistic. I castrated the fuck. <laughs> you got your revenge on the him. <laughs> um, revenge on the horseman. And now to get a little lighter, we come to the squonk. Nope. <laughs> You're already oh, against I don't like it. Can I guess what the squonk like is? sounds like a bodily function. <laughs> yeah. No, the squonk is from a junkyard, right? You were close. It's from a junkyard. He definitely feels like he's from the junkyard. Go ahead. And he dies in the car crusher. No. (laughs) No, that's not the story of the squonk. The story of the squonk is, in the old growth forest in northern Pennsylvania lurks an odd beast named squonk. With saggy skin covered in warts, this pig-like creature hides in the woods. A pathetic being, the squonk spends its life crying. According to legend, anyone who tries to capture the squonk ends up standing in a fr- in a pool of tears. <laughs> You're gonna say a squonk. <laughs> a pool of squonk. <laughs> basically, basically, it's a creature that's so ugly that it hides from everybody and cries because it's so sad about how ugly it is. And if you try to touch it or come near it, it will literally melt into tears. Remember Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah. That's really pathetic. It's a pathetic creature. <laughs> Okay. It's a piece of what shit. What about Harry and Anderson? Like, you used to be scared of Bigfoot until that movie. Yeah. And then you're not. I was scared of Bigfoot after that movie. I mean, all the beef jerky commercials, you he, gotta be scared of Bigfoot now. Because he'll so, just kill you for beef he's jerky. He's just so tall. And he's an animal. And if he lost his temper around you, who knows what he would do. I saw this little video uh-huh. of, uh, it was a... Coke can with Chewbacca on it. Have y'all seen it? Uh-huh. And somebody pushes it and it goes. Arr! That's my Chewbacca impression. Thank you. But it was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you add so much to this podcast. I don't think I added anything. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Witch. No, an Albert. <laughs> an Albert Witch. Uh, Is it all but Witch? It's a. Four-foot-tall, human-like monster called the Albert Witch. It's a somewhat shortened form of the of the phrase apple snitch. Uh, these they're just basically tiny big feet that steal apples. No. No. Tiny big feet, like. It's like a Bigfoot but short, mm. and it steals your apples. Oh, I th- I thought you literally meant tiny big <laughs> tiny feet. Big feet. <laughs> no, it's a tiny Bigfoot. <laughs> I was like, what? What's moving these feet? But <laughs> <laughs> what are the physics behind these tiny big feet? I imagine that wind-up toy yeah. with the teeth and the feet, and it goes. <laughs> Explain the science. Is this an abstract concept of the tiny big feet? No, it's just a little hairy man that goes around and steals all your apples. Well, that's a nice monster. Yeah. I mean, there's... I think both the squonk and the Albert witch. Those are the monsters you want to run into in the forest. Not, uh, Not Stormhanks. Or, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get my apples to where they're going to be. Um, 
So, what are you on now, Lala? I'm doing the tiny Bigfoot thing. Okay. I didn't draw the squonk because, in all fairness, I saw your Twitter post about him. Oh, so you already know what that looks like. Yeah. All right, so look forward to seeing these pictures online. I think I'm done with uh, my monsters today, guys. I, th I think um, in the future I won't ever do this again because um, that went weird. It was a weird one. Huh? It I, I don't know. It's like there's not much to say about them once you learn about them. Unless we just like kind of make a story where, you know, the Al Albert Witch. Albert Witch. Yeah. Albert Witch meets the Squonk and it's trying to give him an apple. Um, but he disappears. <laughs> Into a pool of tears. And so the Albert Witch thinks, well, maybe I need to bring the Squonk something better. <laughs> so it gets all these apples from all these people uh -huh. and decides to make an apple pie. And so he brings the apple pie to the squonk, but the squonk thinks, this is so sweet, but I don't deserve it, and disappears again. Oh. And so then the abbot witch is just like, well, what the fuck? What do I have to bring this motherfucker to get him to talk to me? <laughs> and so he leaves and thinks, what is the best thing you can make with apples? And so he makes an apple cake. And he brings the apple cake, and the squonk eats him. Eats the, 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 the Albert witch. Yeah, it was going so good until the squawk eats him. Like we were all really wrapped like yeah, I was like, like I'm liking end. this friendship. Like, yeah, like you really weave the spell around us and you choose to end it like that. I don't know how to end things. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> you just end it with, and then he eats the, them. The squawk eats them. No, they become friends. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I've been told many, many times by teachers that I don't know how to end things. <laughs> and that uh, when I get to the end, I'm just lazy. That was like my note on a lot of my essays from Miss Tackett. Uh -huh. What happened yeah. at the end? Squonk ate him. What can I say? Right. That's how my, all my essays ended. And well, then he ate him. And then he ate him. Thank you for this great ending to this great episode, Lala. Uh, why don't you tell us about the, what happens with this gut boy thing, uh, Lala? All right. So next month, mm -hmm. be ready to meet us because we're having our first ever live event. We're going to be at Oak Hills Tavern at, on 7920 Fredericksburg Road on November 8th. Um, we'll be showing uh, Gut Boy, A Bad Time Story by Nick Grant. And it is a movie that stars... Well, it doesn't star, but... Yeah, it features you, me. You, it features our friend Anthony. Yep, voice I'm here. Over I'm going to be thing. in it. We're uh, putting this on in collaboration with Dungeon Video Dungeon Theater. God, I think I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like crashing tired. from the coffee. <laughs> yeah. and, and that wonderful story you I think it was up. the story. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? It was a good story. Yeah. Until the end. <laughs> no, I liked it. You know what? I it think got me. with the distance, I realized like, it's it's like how you felt at the end of Twin Peaks, uh, the third season, where it just ends with Laura Palmer screaming. Yeah. I think it's like that. It's just like, wait, what are you doing here? But now that five minutes has passed, I think, no. It's that's good. how that should have ended. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> where were we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So see us at our live events. All right. So please come out to that, and we'll see you later, guys. Yeah.